Hello, and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan, a short-form comic book podcast where my goal is to help you find that next fantastic read or discover an old favorite. I cover comics from the golden age to now, indies, and Kickstarter campaigns. You never know what I might cover, but you will know where to find fantastic comics to read at the end of each episode. It's Tuesday, September 6th, 2022, and episode 64 of the podcast. And I am looking at two indie publishers I've come to appreciate the comics they put out over the last year. Admittedly, you've probably never heard of them. And that is a massive problem. Last year at this time, Comicsology was a fantastic resource for discovering indie comics and creators. Then, Amazon broke the company. The negative press coverage is well documented, with false promises and lip service of listening to comic fans to make comicology better than ever. As regular listeners know, I am a big cheerleader regarding anything concerning comic books. There are too many fantastic things out there to waste time on being one of those grumpy old men, get off my grass types. However, comicology is pretty much worthless to me right now. Amazon is a multi-billion dollar company and doesn't care about fans and creators. And actually, I do understand their dance, even if I don't agree with it. However, searching for mainstream comics doesn't give you what you want, and searching for anything truly indie definitely doesn't provide you anything relevant. Want a quick test to prove my point? Go to either Amazon or Comicsology Unlimited and key in issue Fantastic Four Volume 1, Issue 9. Check out the results. Even more amusing, if you thumb through the next few pages for the search results. If the company's search results give you junk or something as easy to find as an issue of Fantastic Four, how can you ever find and discover new indie comics? Well, you can't. Back in the spring, I started bringing on indie creators as guests for the podcast. These folks put out fantastic comics and deserve to be read and discovered. In this episode, I'm focusing on two of those comic series. I thought about a third one, but I'm deliberately keeping it shorter because I think listeners are more apt to listen to something shorter than something closer to an hour. Besides, I can always do another review episode, which is exactly what I tend to do soon. First up is an active Kickstarter campaign, Dragon Girl and Binal Warrior No. 1 from Michael Nunnally, who's been on the podcast with Steve Sellers talking about their Omen comics imprint and their Omen Revelation Comics podcast. You can see the links for their shows in the show notes. Next, I review John Dexter's Alpha Dogs, who's also been on the podcast talking about Alpha Dogs in the past. Recently, I taped John for his next Kickstarter, Dime Store Detective, a supernatural crime noir, and look for that episode next week. Before we go on today's episode... I want to tell you that I recently guested on Ross Aiken's podcast, Stop, Let's Team Up. Now, Ross is a frequent guest on the Fantastic Comic Fan podcast, and we recently did a show here about Jim Shooter. On his podcast, we talked about another iconic creator, Len Wein, whom newer readers probably don't know about, but should. Check it out. There's also a link to that episode in the show notes. I have added to the show notes a link tree. 
allowing you easy access to the Fantastic Comic Fan social media accounts and where you can listen to this podcast on the various platforms. Please follow the podcast, Twitter and Instagram and whatever social media that's there. I want the podcast to grow and introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. Thanks for listening today and let's get on with today's episode. The Bronze Age of Comics had many trends. One that's faded a bit is martial arts comics. With the popularity of the TV show Kung Fu and the Bruce Lee movies of the 1970s, many publishers jumped on the martial arts comic book bandwagon. DC's Karate Kid, created in the Silver Age, received his own comic book. Marvel had Iron Fist and Shang-Chi, both been around long before their television and silver screen debuts. Even the little engine that could of comic book companies, Charlton Comics published Yang, and also let's not forget their licensed book, Hong Kong Fui. Like many Bronze Age crazes, it eventually lost its appeal and fans moved on to other things. However, there are some martial arts-type comics today that stand out among other comic books. And this brings me to Dragon Girl Albino Warrior No. 1, an active Kickstarter campaign. Now let me pause for a second. The comic is from indie publisher Owen Comics and written by Michael Nunnally. If that name sounds familiar to regular listeners, it should. I first had Michael in June to talk about his Seder Kickstarter campaign. More recently, he and Steve Sellers were on talking about their Omen and Revelation comics imprint. When also on the episode, Michael spoke about his Dragon Girl Kickstarter campaign. All those episodes are in the show notes. I like the comics that those guys produce. They're one of those indie publishers who put out fantastic comics and deserve more time in the spotlight. Now, this current Kickstarter is an East meets West martial arts fantasy comic with superheroes and Keiju elements. The comic is a slight departure from some of Michael's previous work because it's much lighter and less violent than his other comics. In fact, this comic is actually suitable for teens and up. Now, the basic promise follows two stories. The first is about a Chinese warrior monk named Pai Long who comes to America in search of an ancient prophecy. The second is about a 16-year-old Irish girl named Danny Finney from the wrong side of tracks with terminal muscular dystrophy that her parents are desperate to find a cure for her. This series has a unique blend of mythology and old gods, science and fantasy and conspiracy wrapped up into a nice old story. The main difference between Pai Long and Danny Finney and many characters in the universe is that they struggle like everyone else. They are generally good people trying to make a difference. So no bad guys. Now, I must mention the artist. And I'm lousy at pronunciations. So I won't even attempt his first name. But Mr. Tosin is from Nigeria. He pretty much does the bulk of the art and colors for most of their comic books. I've seen his work before in other omens. And his distinctive style changes with the comic he's working on at the time. I dug around and found an Omen Comics video in which he answers the reader's questions. I found it a fantastic video and included it in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to read other Omen comics. And the best part is some of their comics are available to read for free on the Global Comics platform. Again, this Kickstarter campaign it's a great read. I really enjoyed it. Great art. I can't wait to see where he takes it in the future. Check it out. 
Next up, I want to talk about John Dexter's Alpha Dogs. I originally had John on in mid-June in episode 45 where I covered his Kickstarter for Alpha Dogs. Though the Kickstarter is ended, it is still a fantastic listen because it gives a lot of background on how the comic book came together. There's a link in the show notes. The hero of Alpha Dogs is a pit bull named Buck with the power of regeneration and heightened intelligence and strength. He's feared by the public for his breed and size, but he's a kind-hearted dog as you're ever going to find. So much that his highest treatment by humans doesn't sway his mission. Now his mission? He journeys across the country in an attempt to track down a dangerous dog before it carries out its owner's plan for revenge on the American people. Before going on, I need to mention illustrator Fernando Malik. Now he's been drawing professionally for about 15 years. You can find his work, M-A-L-E-K, on Instagram and Facebook. Also, a Google search will provide a way to look at his art. He might not be a household name, and let's face it, with so many fantastic artists out there, it's kind of hard to stand out. But he does uniquely quality work. Now, in the past, he's worked at many top companies as Marvel, IDW, Dark Horse, and others. Right now, he's a top illustrator for Stone Tower Studio. Ari's uniqueness is what he does with Alpha Dogs because it's a different style than some of his other work. I mean, we're talking about dogs in a real-life setting. There's no fantasy or other genres represented. It's almost like a slice-of-life perspective. Well, a dog's life's perspective. And this is where Fernando shines, because these animals have personalities that shine through in his art. I think all artists are passionate about their work, but a certain amount of extra shines through in the art for this particular comic book. Now that makes sense, because John Dexter is passionate about his comic and dog. So again, I hope you go back and listen to that first dog episode we did together, because it clearly shows how much John loves his dog, especially pit bulls, and that love flows right straight through this whole comic book. John is clearly a talented writer and knows how to hook the readers. The story, it opens with a buck washed up on a U.S. beach with full bullet holes in them. Then, in a Wolverine-esque way, we see those bullets get expelled and Buck starts to heal. And then, well, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will in a comic book. I know it got my attention. I had to have him on the show to talk about alpha dogs. Right now... There are two issues out there, and more planned. For fans tired of the same old stuff from the bigger publisher, this is a fantastic comic book that takes comic books in a different direction and a more fun direction. We know more comics out there like Alpha Dogs. Check it out. I highly recommend it. You're going to really enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you stick around for future episodes. If you like this podcast, please spread the word. Recommend it to comic fans. With this episode, I've added a link tree to the show notes, allowing you easy access to the comic fan podcast, platforms, and social media accounts. Please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
I want the podcast to grow and introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. Again, thanks so much for listening. See you next time.